Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And you're watching In Depth on Now You Know. Brought to you as always by our wonderful Patreon patrons who support us on Patreon and get some pretty wonderful perks. And sponsored by EcoWare, where you help support our channel. We've got new designs every week and we carbon offset the production, shipping and life cycle of our every product. And we plant a tree for every what? What are you, what are you looking at? Is that embroidered? Yeah, it is. This is the uh, the Giga Texas uh, let's go symbol. Well, it's, it's either Giga Texas or it's Tesla Bull. Right. Well, I mean, so it's either way, either way. Mean the same thing. Mean much. the same thing. I like the embroidered. Uh, ooh, Isn't that cool? Actually, it's not just printed. No, no. This is embroidered. Wow. Yeah. And brought to you by abetterrootplanner.com. They just passed 14 and a half million trips planned. And I got to say, we just took a trip down to Savannah, Georgia and back in a snowstorm. Yes. And with a trailer. It, with a trailer. And if it weren't for abetterrootplanner.com, I think we'd still be in the snowstorm. Right. So I think, we, well, we'd be dead. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean. It was so accurate. We were able to put in our numbers that we were getting, and then we got the. It was like every time we pulled into a supercharger, we were within like one or two percent of what the better route planner said. Right, which was completely outside. You know, with the trailer, yeah, completely outside of what the car was originally telling us. Yeah. because the car was like, "What you're pulling it? What you're pulling? What?" Yeah, and we were using the new app. I mean, it was just great. You got to check it out if you if you don't already. All right, so what are we talking about this week? We're talking about the Model Y. Oh, I like your T-shirt. Yeah. So as it turns out. Uh, people are going to start getting their Model Ys in March. Yeah, March 15th, it seems, seems to be the earliest. We're getting tons of emails from our viewers saying that they've gotten the invite from Tesla to go configure. Now, it turns out that the Model Y performance will be the first ones delivered. Mm -hmm. um, but this is super exciting because I honestly, when this was released, when we went to the Model Y reveal, yeah. I thought, okay, we're not going to see this till like the last day of 2020. Exactly. And now we're talking the Ides of March. Yeah. So this is what, you know, when Caesar was about to be stabbed yeah. and there was the person uh, who warned him uh -huh. about the day that he was going to be stabbed. Uh -huh. He was like, beware the Ides of March. Right. He was talking about the Model Y. The Model Y. He, was he wasn't talking. He was talking through time to all these other car companies. What? Because the Model Y is going to be what's going to be the real kicker for all these other okay, car companies. Jesse, you need some proof if you're going to say such things. So where's your what, proof? The prophecy? It hath been foretold. Uh, uh, well, let's okay. To back up my <laughs> my dubious, your prophecy, my, the, to back up the prophecy, <laughs> um, let's let's look at the Model Three. Okay, okay. Let's look at the small and mid-sized luxury cars sales in the U.S. Take a look at the graph. We've looked at this before. Keep in mind that red line up there, not some stylistic underline of the title, nope. that's the Model 3 bar. Right. And everything else below it are all the other luxury cars. So you can see that the closest competitor to it is the Lexus. Yeah, but I don't know. Looking at a chart like this is kind of weird because all these different uh, auto manufacturers have different model cars to appeal to different people. And Tesla only has this one electric sedan. So I don't know. It's just... Okay. No, th that's a good point. Because, I mean, you're right. The, within the luxury car segment, there is still, there's a breakout even within uh, one automaker's, you know, you know, you could get the uh, the three series, you could get the five series. So right. let's combine all of the different manufacturers' luxury cars. Okay. And now here's the graph again. 
and you see that the Model 3 is still on top? Still is on top. Wait, I understand how you, so what are you saying there? You combined, what's the blue showing now? So if you look now, you can see that basically we're grouping all of the different car manufacturers, luxury cars together. Oh. And then putting it up against the Model 3. So because, you know, the Model 3, you know, there's the standard range. It goes all the way to performance. So, and, and the price also varies quite a bit. I don't know if your argument really holds any water here because there's been a global slowdown on all car sales. And okay. so, I don't know what... I mean, it's not their fault that there's been a global slowdown. So let's just take a look at this graph here. Here's the competition for Tesla. You can see that, yes, all of the sales are down. Um, but you can see that the Model 3 sales kind of took a lot of uh, a lot of the competition just right out, just just slurped it right out of their their cup, so to speak. Yeah, but, you know, all other cars are losing sales too. Like, so you're saying the non-premium cars? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if we take a look at the graph there, you can see that the you know the Model Three certainly isn't surpassing all of these other cars, except for the Prius. Oh wow! Look, the Prius is. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? If the if you have an alternative. Oh yeah. So those are the same. So let me just range. look at that for a second. The Prius owners were pretty much perfect Tesla customers in many ways because they cared about the environment mm -hmm. and they were early adopters of you know hybrid technology that right. that was better for the environment. They either cared about the environment or they cared about their pocketbook. Oh right, gas in terms mileage. of gas yep. mileage. Uh, and obviously, if you own a Tesla, in most cases, you're saving a bunch of money by. Fueling, fueling with electricity as opposed right. to uh, with with gas. So yes, there is a global slowdown in sedan sales, and there's a reason for that. Okay, what what is that? Take a look at this chart here. What do you see? Uh, the big blue slice. Yes. What is that? That is crossover sales. Oh wow! Wait, so. That's how big the crossover market is? Yes. I mean, we talked before about like the pickup truck being this big market segment, but really take a look at the crossover sales. Wait a minute. It's so 40.8% of the market. The pickup percentage is 17.9? Yes. So we're talking about- It's twice as big as the pickup? More than double. In, the, in terms of number of sales, we're looking at the crossover being the king. Okay. So wait a second here. The Model 3 has crushed it in its segment of, mm -hmm. you know, you could argue small cars, mid-sized cars, luxury cars. But if you put all those together, those don't even come close to the crossover section. Exactly. So this is an enormous market. And if we take a look here, you can see that the premium crossover market has been growing over the last few years. Okay, so we're talking about the Lexus RX, the Lexus NX, the Acura MDX, the Cadillac XT5, the BMW X3, the Audi Q5, the Infiniti QX60, and the Mercedes GLC and GLE classes. Right. All of those are premium crossovers. Okay, so those are just the premium crossovers. But you know what? This is a little hard for me to, to grasp here. I mean, yes, I see that they're going up, but you don't really see the growth. Yeah, I don't see the growth. Well, and yeah, it's hard. I mean, we're looking at the top 10 here. Let's look at them all put together. Okay. So you can see that the sales oh. in very recent years have pretty much exploded. Wait, so we're looking at sales of over 600,000 premium crossover units a year in the US? Yes. Oh, wow. So yeah, this market has exploded very recently. And you know, you might be saying, okay, Zach and Jesse, I see that the market is bigger. I would also argue, though, if we go back to looking at how Tesla was stealing uh, some market share from some of the uh, non-premium uh, mid-sized sedans, you'll notice that basically this might not be the only market that the Model Y will be affecting. It might also be affecting the non-premium market. 
Wait, so let me get this straight. These are like the Honda CRVs, the Toyota RAV4s, the Toyota Highlander, the Nissan Rogue, the Mazda CX-5, the Chevy Equinox, the Ford Escape, the Hyundai Santa Fe, and the Subaru Forester. These are all non-premium SUVs. Right, and these are the top 10 non-premium crossover SUVs that are selling in the United States. But right again, now. I can't really picture the growth. I mean, I see it's going up, but right. I don't know what it is totally. So let's take a look at that graph. As you can see, Holy, much bigger. Wait a second. Yeah. The, the, tr the, the scale of this might be hard to grasp here. If you look over on the left, that's 2,000 thousands. So we're talking 2 million. million. Exactly. So in the past few years, they've been selling over 2 million units of these every year. Yes. And to get a better picture, a better comparison, let's take a look at the premium and non-premium uh, both together. So you can see that the non-premium is almost double uh, the premium SUV sales. Wait, so all these car manufacturers are really relying on their premium and non-premium SUV sales. Right, and crossover then, specifically. Right, and then along comes a car called the Model Y, which is going to have up to seven seats. Yep. It's going to be higher off the ground, so it's, yes, it's an SUV. Mm -hmm. It's all electric, and it's proven to be what people want because it's basically the Model 3 as an SUV. Right, it's going to be one of the top performing out of all all of the cars on this list. I and mean, can I mention something we haven't mentioned in a little mm -hmm. while? It's going to be the safest because if it's anything like the Model 3, it's going to be one of the safest cars on the road. I mean, Tesla has the top three safest cars. And why would you buy a crossover as opposed to a sedan? What would one of the reasons be? Safety. Safety. So when people are looking to buy a very safe car that's going to fit their family, the Model Y is going to be a great fit because, again, keep in mind the energy savings. And by energy savings, I do mean cost savings. To fuel a lot of these crossover SUVs, they don't get the best mileage in the world. It's not as bad as, say, an Escalade. But the Model Y is going to be an even higher percentage of efficiency compared to, you know, a, you know, a small sedan to the Model 3. It's going to be a much better deal, in my opinion, in terms of fuel costs. And let's just talk about the fact that the Model Y is also a hatchback. Aside from having seven seats, having a hatchback allows most families to use the car completely differently than they would a sedan where you've got all this cargo space in the back that you can easily get at. Right. And you can, you know, the dog can hop in there easily. The You can put your groceries in easily. I mean, that's why people like them. Right. So this is why the Model Y is going to take a huge chomp out of this segment. I think this is why people don't get why Tesla stock has really exploded lately. It's because if you don't know much about Tesla and you don't know what the Model Y is all about and you don't know about this segment of the market, you're just kind of oblivious to the fact that if Tesla repeats itself in every other market that it's done, mm -hmm. luxury cars, sedans, and so forth, it's about to devour this segment. Right. And it's the biggest, juiciest segment. And that's where it's really exciting because, again, all of these other segments that Tesla has been a part of are relatively small compared to the crossover market. Now, up until now, we've just been talking about the U.S. market, mm -hmm. um, but this really relates to all the markets. I mean, China, they love SUVs there, too. Mm -hmm. Europe loves small SUVs, too. As Tesla expands into those markets, Giga Berlin, Giga Shanghai. They're going to be making the Model Y very soon. I mean, let's remember, China production should start next year for the Model Y. Yep. And Europe should technically begin in 2021, although probably not big numbers until 2022. But that's right. not far off. Think about all the other car companies that are talking about, like, we're going to do this in 2025. Tesla's already going to be doing it. Right. And the exciting part here is that 
This isn't like a completely brand new vehicle for Tesla because it's essentially the Model 3 that you just make a little higher, make a little bigger, boom, it's a Model Y. A lot of the hard work in terms of figuring out how to do production lines, Tesla has really ironed out. And that's why Giga Shanghai got up and running so quickly is because they had all of this expertise on how to build a Model 3 line, which I'm pretty sure can be applied directly to the Model Y line. Now, when we were at Fully Charged Live Austin, we were on a panel and the topic was how far ahead is Tesla and can anyone catch up basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, during that panel, I kind of got called out for saying that I think a lot of car companies are going to go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. And uh, people immediately, it was kind of dividing the audience, I would say. Half of them were on my side and half of them were like, are you kidding me? No way. These companies are huge. Ford, Toyota, GM. Here's where I want you to come with me, will you? Down a little, down a little uh, mind walk. The year is 1900. And we've got pretty much nothing but horses anywhere you go. Mm -hmm. That's the main form of transportation. There's this thing called an automobile, but they break down a lot. They're very uh, unreliable and no one's mass producing. Them. And someone comes along and says, you know, if uh, if they could mass produce this, the price would drop. Everyone could own one. And uh, we could get from, let's say, Boston to New York in just a few hours. Right. And other people go, hang on now. Wait a second. How could you get from Boston to New York in a few hours? I mean, that's like a couple days ride. Yeah. I mean, they might add to that. Uh, you would need fueling stations along right. the way and a whole road system right. and maps and, and uh, repair services and so right. forth. And yeah, it took about 30 years before you could reliably get from Boston to New York on a road. About 1930, you could. Um, and there still weren't many gas stations and there still weren't many repair stations and your car probably had a good chance of breaking down. Mm -hmm. But you could do it. And that was a game changer because when that day happened, the value of your horse pretty much disappeared. Right. And what happened was most people just came up with reasons why it couldn't happen. Right. Well, you need to do this, this, and this. And all those this, this, and this is happened. Right. They're all solved. If you look around today, all of those problems are solved. There are tow trucks that can, that can tow your car. There are gas stations on practically every corner. Getting around in a, in a vehicle has never been easier. But go back to 1900. It must have seemed impossible to do all the things that we take for granted today, to have this road system, even a even a rudimentary road system. Mm -hmm. And it must have seemed impossible to think about even fueling stations. How would how would people get the fuel to the fueling stations? Right. And, and where would you put the cars and, when you weren't right. using them? Right. It just seems impossible. Right. Now, I want you to come with me to today, where the Model Y is coming out in just a couple weeks. And in that car, in every single one of them, is going to be Hardware 3, which is full self-driving compatible. As long as you pay for it, you can have this car drive itself. Now, the cars don't drive themselves fully yet. Right. And so most people, just like in 1900, are saying, there's too many problems with driving a car all right. by itself. You'd have to figure out this, and you'd have to figure out this, and this, 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 this. Right. But my conjecture is, and Elon's conjecture is, that in just a short amount of time, I don't know if it's a year or two years or three, but at some time point, full self-driving will be a thing. And when that day happens, the value of that Model Y and all the other Tesla fleet that has this will become immensely valuable. Right. And it'll happen overnight. Like that. It'll just, oh, your car now has the full self-driving software package. It can now drive itself. Where do you want to go? And on that day, all of the competition cars, all of the BMW X3s mm -hmm. and so forth, they're not going to be able to do that. Right. And their value is going to drop. Right. And because, no one's going to want them. And not only that, it's not like BMW could, could double down, work extra hard, come out with some software that they could re release to what? 
Right. A car that wouldn't have the hardware capability to even do that. And that's because they don't, A, have the capability to do it, and they don't believe in it. Mm -hmm. If they believed in it, they would be trying really hard to do it. They're not. Right. And they're so, just waiting to buy up whoever can do it yep. because that's what they've been doing for the longest time. Oh, I don't know how to do an infotainment system. Let's just let's just buy that from some other supplier. Oh, we don't know how to do this other system. We'll have we'll buy it from some other supplier. We don't deal with the hardware. We don't deal with the software. We just bolt it into the car and we put in the engine. And that's been their MO since the 1930s. And that's why they keep saying that hybrids is the way to go because it still involves using an ICE engine, which they do make. Right. So if I'm right, if Elon is right, and this day comes in the near future, that's the death day for all these other companies because they'll be making a product that nobody wants. So it's like being a horse farmer, a horseshoe maker, uh, a hay baler on the day that Ford comes out with his Model T. But even still, it's not exactly the same. It's as if Ford were delivering all of these Model Ts that had to be pulled by horses until one day he said, I have sent an over-the-air update to your now horseless carriages. Go ahead, turn the key. See what happens. That day never happened because there was no such thing as over-the-air updates. So essentially, we're going to be leapfrogging the day that Henry Ford said, you can now buy a Model T, right? We are now skipping ahead to where he's already sold thousands and thousands and thousands of them. And not only will these cars have full self-driving hardware, but think about what that means. It means that your car no longer needs to be owned. You don't need to own it anymore. It can go off and make money for you on the Tesla network. Right. And so everyone's going to want one. Every company is going to want one. Everyone's going to start companies to have fleets. It's going to change the entire ownership of a car model to a who needs to own a car. Right. That's dumb. Right. And another reason that it's going to happen, it's going to be like the flick of a switch, is because there are so many people who just, for whatever reason, don't think that it can happen. Right. And constantly want to push. They want to push you. They want to say, hey, no, no, no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen for 20, 30 years. That's what I think. Push you. No. Because they, they really are relying on the fact that it won't happen. So the Model Y. Pretty exciting. And again, if you have a Model Y that you are taking delivery of soon, get in touch with us. We want to go. We want to look at it. Yeah, we have a Google form down below. Go fill it out. And um, maybe we can come by and shoot some fun footage of us driving around in it and show the rest of the world how cool this car is going to be. Thank you so much for watching. Now, now you know. know.